What's going on, everyone? It's the second episode of Leave It To Me with Manuel Lugo. Technically, this is the first one I post, even though the one I previously recorded was being edited and finished. But I thought this was a more important topic to speak about during this time, even though I had created this podcast with other intentions, I thought it would be important to speak out on a platform that I have created rather than not talking about the issues at all. What I wanted to start with is the reason I haven't posted anything on social media. If any of you follow my social media, you will see that I have been rather silent on this topic. If you haven't noticed, I have said nothing about what is going on, and it's for a reason. I wanted to get this out before I post anything, and I'm sorry if I'm got these pits. I look like Michael Scott, but it's hot in my garage. My garage studios. Gerudio. Shit's hot. So what's the reason I stayed quiet for? The reason I stayed quiet until now, it's not because I don't support the protest or I don't support the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not because of that. But it's because I wanted to share why I support these protests and this Black Lives Matter movement. The reason I stayed quiet until now, for me at least, it's if I was to post something, I would want you guys to know that I mean it. I'm not posting I am with you, Black Lives Matter, I can't breathe, without having been vocal about it before. I wanted to demonstrate to you guys that when I actually support a movement, I know what I'm supporting instead of just posting it quickly just to say my good deed is done. That goes along with any movement. If you're going to support something, I actually mean it. I actually find it disrespectful to follow a movement that you are not knowledgeable about and post it later without ever having been educated on the movement you're following. This doesn't refer to just this movement, though. And I would like to use this one, though, as an example as to why it is important to make sure we support a movement and not just act like we do. Why is this important, right? A lot of us fail to form our own opinions. We never know what we actually believe in, let's be honest. I know this runs true because I have social media and I've seen people on both sides constantly post what just seems to have intentions to outrage the other sides. We know this is true. You go on Facebook, you go on Snapchat, you go on Instagram, Twitter, Tinder, whatever. You get trigger posts. You see arguments never going anywhere. Made to argue. We can never come to a compromise because these posts just make people mad. And what's crazy is that it works too. These posts made to trigger people on both sides is another reason we refuse to, to meet in the middle. And a lot of us are lazy to conduct our own research. And yet, we like to act like we support the things we post. For me, this is a time where we actually get, we have to come together and meet in the middle for once. Stop all the bullshit, the yelling and the disagreement and realize there is an issue going on without screaming at each other. We say we, say we act civilized, but when we discuss an issue, we don't listen to each other. We just like to space out and get ready to make our next point in the argument. Thus, 
never progressing to come to an agreement. I think now's the time to not do that. Lastly, even though I am not black and I have no experience of police brutality, maybe I've gotten in trouble with the cuff like once. I was seven. I almost shit my pants, but no police brutality there. I was just, I was just getting talked to. No big deal. Ugh. Uh, I will never know the experience of police brutality, or I'll never know how it is to be in that position. However, that did not stop me from educating myself and realizing that black people are the most affected by police brutality. I have mentioned on the previous episode that I will be talking about important, important events going on in the world. In, in a short amount of time, like, like 15 minutes, so you don't have to do all the work yourself. You just listen, whether it's in your car, class, not class, like, you know, car, walking, running, gymming. Uh, I'm making it easy for you guys, you know. You can be informed about what's going on. And any opinion you have afterwards... That's all you. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to tell you. That being said, I, I do want feedback. Whether you disagree or you agree. That way we can set this environment where you can discuss without being criticized and you can actually have a voice. I want to listen to people. I want different point of views. That way we can understand or we can disagree. We can discuss. This is pretty much why my platform was intended for. If you're lost on what's going on, and you don't know how everything started regarding what's going on today, no shame. Let me give you a rundown on what's going on. That way you can inform yourselves and you can get a feel of, of what this show's about. What happened on May 25th, 2020? On May 25th, George Floyd became arrested by police officers in Minneapolis. Floyd was accused of using a fake $20 bill to pay for cigarettes. He was then handcuffed and detained with Officer Derek Chauvin's knee on Floyd's neck. The practice of putting a knee on someone's neck has been banned by many police departments, and with the one still actively using it, it can only be used if the person under arrest is resisting. Now, if you guys have seen posts or comments saying that that uh, tactic was banned from that police department. It wasn't. However, it's pretty fucking bad, as you can see. Chauvin had almost 20 complaints of many were, were related to police brutality. I think it was like 13 or 14 that were related to police brutality. It can also be seen in the video that Floyd said multiple times he couldn't breathe. I think it was like 16 times he said that. And he was in despair as the tactic restricts breathing. His his uh his neck was like this on the ground. And his knee was right there, dude. I couldn't fucking breathe. Chauvin had him in that deadly manner for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. In the video, you can see that he's also unconscious as the officer still has his knee on his neck and his hands in his pockets. Floyd later died at a hospital. 
What happened after he died? Floyd became examined to figure the cause of death. They released an opening statement saying that they don't support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. They also said that he had underlying health conditions including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. That's a quote. They also said they found potential intoxicants, but nothing to show asphyxiation. <laughs> when this first came out, I was baffled. I thought that, well, being under the stressful circumstance of having a knee on your neck when you're on the ground, don't you think that had a role in his death? For fuck's sake. After this, however, George's family went on to hire someone independently to inspect his body. After the examiner inspected the body, it was found that he did indeed die by asphyxiation. At the moment, however, we do not have both sides of the autopsy. But it is shown that he did in fact die of asphyxiation. The way it changed was enormously different from the first statement. It went from saying, oh, no, he didn't die of asphyxiation. I can't even say it. He didn't die of being asphyxiated to, yes, he did die of asphyxiation. So what are these protests about? The protests going on today is the outcome of years and years of police brutality. George Floyd was pretty much the final straw in these countless acts of brutality. His death resulted in huge protests all over the nation that demand justice and change. I know in Atlanta and even in the smaller cities, there are big protests going on. And it's been like nine nights, nine days that these things have still been going on. It's crazy. I know, I know that the people who are protesting and are peacefully doing it are not... Oh. Uh, at first, the, the protests were peaceful, and most of them were peaceful. However, there are people who take advantage of these protests to, st to set stores on fire and loot businesses and hurt other people. I know that the people who are protesting like actually protesting or not affiliating with the people who are hurting the cause. There have been many videos of people stopping the protest, like protesters stopping the ones who are just trying to cause chaos. They're turning them into the police. Do I support the protests even though they have, some, some have turned into riots? Absolutely. I support people who protest. I myself will go to a protest the next time I get, like the next chance I get, I'll go. What I do not support though, are the people who are trying to turn these protests into riots, breaking into businesses that have done nothing. As I said before on my Instagram story, and if you haven't seen it, I'll tell you what I said. I said, let's stop the looting of innocent businesses and let's loot the ignorance of those who are not willing to see inequality. For the people taking advantage of this time to break and steal things, Shame on you. This is a crucial time to demonstrate with all different kinds of people that we can make a difference if we work on it together. It is also a shame 
that it takes violent protests to receive 24-7 media coverage. Isn't that crazy? That the only time the news channel turn into breaking news and get coverage for days is when, when they're violent. That was my hand. However, what's even crazier to me is that they're identifying these looters and rioters as protesters as well, when that's not true. However, since it turned violent, some have turned violent, public officials finally pay attention to these problems. Once it has reached that radical level, they take too long to change anything otherwise. I'm not encouraging riots, but let me just say it was the power of the people's voice to prosecute and erase Chauvin's murder to the second degree. It was also the power of the people's voice to prosecute the other three men, police officers, ex-police officers. What the statistics are among blacks, I'll give you a few. PNAS.org, P-N-A-S.org, tells us that black men are 2.5 times more likely to be killed by police over the lifespan than white people. MappingPoliceViolence.org shows us that in 2015, unarmed black people were killed by the police five times the rate of unarmed white people. Moreover, they also found that 36% of unarmed black people They also found that 36% of unarmed people were black, even though they only consist of being 13% of the American population. APM.org shows us that in 34 states, the way the police forces are taught training is left to the local agency. This means that de-escalation training, uh, tactics to use to de-escalate an altercation to calm things down, is of little concern when training an officer. They mostly prioritize firearm and lethal tactics instead. And those are just a few facts about police brutality I thought I would share with you guys. These are recent studies as well, and brutality has always been, been around. It's just now we have the technology to actually record it. So I think many people don't know what the Black Lives Matter movement is actually about. People who are against it, I don't think they're really informed on what they're about. And here, I'm gonna give you some information on it. And if you are informed about the Black Lives Matter movement, or you know very little about it, let me tell you what they are about and who they fight for. Once again, be informed about a group that you support, and more importantly, be educated about a group that you don't support as well. The Black Lives Matter movement was founded in 2013 after the tragedy of Trayvon Martin. The movement was made to fight against racism and violence towards black people. They frequently hold protests and speak about inequality and police brutality. The Black Lives Movement Matter The Black Lives Movement has reached as far as New Zealand, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and they have been known to organize big protests like the one in Ferguson after the death of Michael Brown. They work for the lives of virtually all black people, and they are trying to better the lives of black people who are disadvantaged. They don't judge based on gender identity, expression, economic status, 
ability, disability, religious belief or re religious disbelief, immigration status or location. They also make it very clear that they do not need to qualify their position in the world as they desire justice and freedom and hope to set an example for other people. If you haven't noticed, there have been people at protest with the saying all lives matter. There have been people on Instagram with the saying all lives matter. Facebook, all lives matter. I wanna share my opinion on what I think on all lives matter. Although I am uncertain on which Captain Obvious made that statement, which has ultimately turned into a movement as well, I do find it to be distracting and disruptive to the Black Lives Matter movement. No shit, all lives do matter. There was a guy in my town who was screaming at protesters, does my life matter? And he was screaming it in a Black Lives Matter protest in I think a girl's face. And he was just being ignorant and unwilling to discuss. He wasn't he wasn't willing to calm down and, and talk about it. He was he was just screaming, Does my life matter? He's like, All lives matter. Shit like that. And that's the problem I have with it. Is when it disrupts this movement, it's when it becomes an issue. When people make arguments about blacks killing blacks, it diverts the issue completely. That's not the point of these protests. It's to fight for the countless deaths due to police brutality and just inequality. All lives matter, man. But you do not carry the fear of being stopped by the police and potentially turning deadly. You don't carry the fear of being racially profiled based on your color. You don't carry the fear of your friends or your family coming into a bad interaction with an officer. You don't carry any of these fears as much as the black community does. But all lives can't matter until theirs does first. Let them matter first and stop making it about yourself. Help fight the injustice instead. If you truly believe in all lives matter, then you better support Black Lives Matter first. Because until they don't matter, all lives can't matter. This is absolutely the same this is absolutely the perfect time for everybody to come together and fight for a change. So yes, maybe then we can all matter. Why do I support Black Lives Matter? My opinion, you know? I support Black Lives Matter because as immense as a movement as it is, they're willing to acknowledge problems when it comes to injustice. Like an example would be that they are known for helping immigrants seek legal representation during the ICE raids that still remain relevant today. To me at least, they have united with other groups and helped them out as much as they can. For starters, they already have a huge platform as it is. And that, that raises awareness for people who don't or aren't informed about the issue. They are willing to share their platform, which is a very good thing, and spread awareness. And once again, I, I get it. I'm not black. I'm not... I've never gotten any police brutality. Maybe I've gotten racial... I am of color, so I'm racially profiled. You know. 
thing you have to deal with. Although I am of color, I I do have to deal with, I do not have to deal with the black community has to deal with daily. I hope with the recent events going on, it becomes clear with people who refuse to acknowledge what they have to deal with. As for me, I will never know how it feels. That being said, I will not let that stop me from walking with you, donating and fighting for a change that is deserved. I fully support them. I fully support the movement and I love it. And I think I support this movement because they never give up when they fight for what they believe in. I think that the true supporters of this movement are well-educated and they are die-hard for this movement. It is inspiring to me that this group has used their platform to speak on injustices among other groups. It shows that they care and they are showing that they will not rest until they get that change. These protests, they really give me goosebumps. You want to know why? It reminds me that we don't let ourselves be silent. And I have, I'm Venezuelan, and there's been protests going on for years. That's the leather going on, not me. Um, yeah, I'm Venezuelan, and I have gone to many protests here in Atlanta about Venezuela, and even in Venezuela, protests going on all the time. And what's sad about those protests is that many, there's been so many that they treat that as a, as a gathering now where people meet up and they have, they, they look like they're laughing. Rather than actually fighting the problem, they're just gathering and it's like an event now. What I like about this movement is that they do not stop. They're not laughing. They want to change. And they're not going to stop until they get a change. And as you can see, it's worked. That's the power of the people. However, yeah, like even even when Trump 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 did, uh, threatened to call the military and Americans, the movement still lives on. We're all like on our what like ninth day of protests. What is making great again is the movement people make for a change. That's the voice, the power. Yes, I condemn the destruction of property. I condemn the looting of stores. I condemn the violence of some of these protests. However, I do hope that these protests play a role in the long term. I hope it affects who people vote for, whether it's local all the way to presidential. I just hope that people vote. Uh, I, I think it would be ignorant to sit down during this time and not go vote or at least be vocal now is the time to talk and and act and yes i have seen people who have been silent on issues like these finally give out and give their opinion that's me included though i i never would have thought i would have made a podcast even though even though this uh this isn't normally the way i'd make the podcast it's this isn't even like what I would usually talk about, but it's my platform. It's where I can, where I can actually talk and, and have a voice. And later, 
I will make another podcast, a nor- like a normal one, and we'll see how it goes from there. I, I don't know. Uh, that's me included, so. It is the time to wake up and stay rowdy about a movement you believe in. People will find people will find any reason to change your mind about something you believe in. And if you're dumb enough, you will fall into that. So if you actually you're educated about something, you're diehard for it, you support it, and you have to you have to back it up. Find your own opinion and go off that. I, th- I think we all need to find our own opinions. But actually an educated opinion, you know? Most importantly, you stand up for what you believe in. And that's pretty much what I have to say, you know? Um, that, you know, I think, I think that's enough. <laughs> anyway, have a good day, guys. That's all I had to say. Catch you on the... Don't know what that quote is. Oh...